Hello, my name is Aviel Parente, and welcome back to the Light of the Torah. This week's parsha is Parshat Noah, where we hear about the story of Noah and the Ark, the, the flood that overtook the world, destroyed it, and restarted a new one, the world that we know and love today. This week's Parsha is filled with many, many different lessons and stories and little tidbits that we add as anecdotes into many of the lessons that we learn today. But the one I would like to focus on is that consequences are the result of our actions. Now that means that it could be good or bad. The word consequences has been given the meaning whenever it's used as something bad, something that is, it doesn't end well whenever we do something. But it doesn't necessarily mean that. That's just the connotation we've given it. Consequences can be a good thing. It, if we do something good, the result will be good. In the beginning of the Parsha, God commands Noah that the world is sinning like never before. The people have gone so far astray that God wants to destroy it and wants to restart with him. Eventually, he builds the ark, right? It starts raining, the flood, the world is wiped out. And it restarts with Noah and his family. That's the result of the people's actions. They sinned so much, they were doing so much evil that... They were destroyed. Now, it states in the beginning of the Parsha that the reason that Noah was picked over all the different people was because he was tzaddik bidotav. He was righteous amongst his generation. Now, there's a disagreement amongst the co commentaries that when it, when it says that he was <clears throat> a righteous person, does it mean he was just a righteous person in general? Or does it mean that he was righteous amongst generation, meaning if he was placed in another generation, the example is given in the generation of Avraham Avinu, he wouldn't necessarily be as righteous compared to Avraham Avinu or to other generations. There's one story in the middle of the Parsha that I think points towards the fact that he was righteous in general. After the flood ends, uh, God commands Noah and his family to get off of the ark, to leave the ark with all the animals, and to start rebuilding the world. And the, the next thing that Noah does immediately when he gets off is very interesting. The Pasuk states, Noach Noach builds an altar to sacrifice for God. He took from the pure animals, the kosher animals, and he sacrificed on that altar there. And we see from that that Noah wasn't just a good person in his generation. He was good in general, compared to any generation. If he was put in the generation of Avraham Avinu, he would have been even better, because he would have been surrounded with better people. But the next Pasuk is the most intriguing part. 
So God smells the good smell. Um, these are words usually associated with the sacrifices given in the Beit HaMikdash. Bayomer Hashem, and God said, I'm no longer going to destroy the world because of the actions of man. That's a very odd reaction to a sacrifice. And he continues, Because it's human nature to be evil. Okay. And I will not strike all the living beings just as I have done. Now, it's important to point out that God is basically saying that human beings are evil from when they are conceived and therefore I'm not going to destroy the world again. Well, the reason for that is because God realizes that he cannot blame human beings for their actions. This goes back to last week's question, Prashat Breshit. God doesn't say, Vayal Kitov, and he saw that it was good when he created human beings, when that's what he said with everyone else, all of his other creations. But going back to Noach building the altar, God just commanded Noach, to get off of the ark, to start rebuilding the world. He didn't just do that. He got off, and before building the rest of the world, he built an altar to sacrifice to God from all of the kosher animals. And it's explained amongst the commentaries, the reason it was the kosher animals was because Noah had taken seven of male and female, so 14 of every kosher species, so there were plenty to sacrifice for. And Noah used that reasoning to realize that that was the purpose for having that many animals of the kosher type. And so the fact that Noah went and sacrificed animals without even being told by God, usually in the Beit HaMikdash, were commanded to give sacrifices in different circumstances for different reasons. But here Noah just gets off the ship and does it by his own goodwill. And that is what makes God realize that he cannot blame the humanity for being human beings. This is where we get, this is the source for the oath that God made that he would never destroy the world again is from here. He did it once, God isn't going to do it again. And back to the theme of this week's Pasha, actions have consequences. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. As we saw, the reason for the world being destroyed is because that was a negative consequence of negative actions. But this is a positive consequence of a positive action. Noah sacrificing to God and not even being told to do so has the positive consequence of God promising never to destroy the world again. And this should be a lesson for us all that no matter what we do, we have to take into consideration the results of our actions. And if it's going to be, if our actions are going to, maybe our actions aren't even bad, but if they're going to have bad consequences, maybe we should avoid doing so. 
On the other hand, if our actions are going to have a good consequence, maybe we should lead towards that, just like Noach did. And not just be righteous amongst our generation, but be righteous in general. With that, I wish you a Shabbat Shalom.